Doggies, it's us, your favorite Daryl and Aaron. Can you believe it? We're back for episode 38 of Your Brain on God, 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 God. 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 I'm offended. You're offended. It seems like everybody in the world is offended. offended. So we want to talk about what it looks like to live unoffendable in relationships, not making it about us so that we're so offended, but also taking responsibility for our part in relationships and offending others. We hope that you get so much freedom through this episode. It's going to be a great one enjoy yeah boggies we're talking about offense today being offended um and it's something that needs to be talked about because uh relationships are um put in turmoil because we're getting offended and mm-hmm. you can see pretty easily in our culture uh right now how um how offended people are how uh insulted they are at other people's beliefs, um, how angry they are because of the ways people think and because of what other people say. Um, People are frustrated and bothered and irritated and um, full of... (laughs) <laughs> yes, just full, full of offense. And um, yeah. and we know that being offended uh, doesn't produce healthy fruit in relationships. And so it's something that we as individuals, as people, as children of God, need to learn how to deal with mm-hmm. um, so that we can better uh, communicate and move towards more healthy relationships with those that we love um, rather than live in offense. So um, we're going to talk about that today, about, about what offense looks like, about where it comes from, about the the motives um, behind why we even use offense as a tool in relationships and then ways that we can let go of offense so that we can have healthy relationships. Yeah. So I'm going to read a quick, a simple definition of offense. And it says this, uh, the state of being insulted or morally outraged. Mm. So offense, uh, simply put, is usually about us being upset about something. Mm. Um, I think on a personal relational level um it it is often a feeling of being insulted whether it is you know you're talking to somebody and then they open up their phone and start scrolling through something Mm. you can feel insulted like they're not caring about they're not listening to you they're not paying attention to you right Right. you could be same thing about driving something can happen where you there are some people across the room and they look at you and start laughing and you think that they're making fun of you you feel insulted right and you know there's all these different kinds of situations or somebody comes shows up later than what they said they were going to show up to a meeting or to to come home or Mm -hmm. whatever and you can feel a level of insult somebody in your household is messy or leaves things out Uh uh or they you know your spouse works too much and you're offended that they don't spend more time maybe at home this stuff you know comes in so many different ways and there's so many different opportunities in our life um to just be angry (laughs) yeah To, to just be angry and to hold on to stuff and allow that stuff to breed resentment in our relationships and uh it's it's often said that when we live in offense we build Offense. We build a fence. We build, we build a fence, fences. and and that fence keeps us from from deep connection mm-hmm. and um and uh, honestly love for other people. When we live in that space, we build up walls and uh, we build up that resentment that can ultimately break apart relationships if you don't actually deal and communicate about those things. 
Yeah. So when we get offended in a relationship, uh, like Aaron was saying, it builds up walls and it builds up this separation. It builds uh, a sense of, of now I don't know if I can talk to this person or how to talk to this person. And we end up being defensive and we end up walking around eggshells because we don't know if I say this, are they going to get hurt or I don't know what to do, how to navigate this. And ultimately offense causes separation in relationships Mm -hmm. and it comes in little degrees. And I think often it can be in even our closest relationships whenever we don't have healthy communication. Yeah. Offense can come really easily and it stays there and it just is like this underlying surface of I don't know if I can say something or not say something or Mm -hmm. or when something happens now I feel targeted and I I and I want to push away from the relationship. Right. Right. And it causes defensiveness and often our uh, our sense of being offended is really a defense because we feel attacked and so now we're going to push back against this person mm-hmm. we're trying to defend our sense of value mm-hmm. our sense of who we are yeah and it just yeah it's it can so easily tear apart relationships when we get offended yeah yeah and, and um ultimately um uh, it, it comes uh, you know from this sense that um you don't have power in your relationships and that there's there's kind of like a victim mentality that's that's tied into um, being offended, you know, um, where it's like, you're attacking me, you're insulting me. Um, you're, uh, <laughs> you're saying things that are maybe contrary to my, my own beliefs and, and it doesn't allow for a space for that healthy communication to happen, you know? Mm-hmm. And, and we talk about it a lot on, on the podcast is that our natural drive is to protect ourselves and um, what we like to do in protecting ourselves is, like you said, offen- offense becomes a defense against people uh, mm-hmm. because you're you're on edge about what they're going to say, about what they're going to do, about uh, whether or not, I don't know, you're on edge of, of something could happen to me. And, and that's ultimately where some of these, these feelings of offense um, come from and start from. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that uh, if we were to, so we watched, uh, we listened to this, this guy, he's a uh, therapist, psychologist. He's talking about why people get offended. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that he talked about, which is, it sounds really cheesy, but I think it's actually really powerful, is he talks about people getting offended um, and acting like they have no choice in the matter. And one of the things he says is... <laughs> Daryl loves this phrase. He says, it's not a choice until you realize it is. And he's talking about being offended specifically. That you have to be aware that you have the you have the ability to respond to somebody saying something. Right. You have the ability to respond. Like Aaron was just saying, it's we can't give up our if we give up our power, we're not going to think we can respond. Right. Because now it's not in my hands. Right. Whatever just happened that causes pain inside of me is has nothing to do with you know I don't have any responsibility in it. I can't do anything about this feeling. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to react this way. But if we truly realize that we have the ability to respond in situations, then we have the responsibility, meaning we have the ability to respond. Mm-hmm. And we can we can actually choose how we navigate the feeling of being offended. Right. And I think that we, uh, we so easily get offended when we make it about us. Right. Whenever it's not about us. Mm-hmm. 
somebody is you know in this you know I, i'm going to use this example because i feel like it's so easy so accessible so common that when you're talking to somebody and they go on their phone and they start scrolling through something or they pick up a remote and start watching tv or you know and they start doing something that kind of veges out while you're trying to tell them something probably unaware that they're even doing it you know right exactly but it's probably not like an intentional thing about like i don't care what you're saying maybe sometimes but yeah probably but it's, it's probably not and but if we make it about us it is about this means that what they're doing is they don't care about what I have to say. Mm -hmm. They don't want to know what's going on inside of my heart or inside of my mind. Mm -hmm. They, you know, and then we, they are just terrible listeners and, you know, I'm not important to them and we make it about us when maybe it's not about us in that moment. Right. It could be about them. Mm -hmm. Right. And it could be that they're exhausted. They're tired. They had a really long day that they haven't learned how to have healthy communication. And mm -hmm. that is about them. It's not really a you thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that yeah. means I don't need to get offended when this person stops paying attention because they don't know how to have healthy communication, right? right? And so why is that going to upset me? Right. I want to be able to take back the that power to respond in that situation. Right. Or and we get offended. Oh, go. I was just going to say, and, and living in that space is uh, living based on perception rather than yeah. maybe reality. Right. right. The and things so that we perceive. The things that we perceive mm -hmm. in other people. And so a large part of offense is um, us living based on our own perception and understanding of things, even if those understandings and perceptions are surface level and without communication. And really, our, our main responsibility is to go beyond the surface level to actually communicate with people to if we want a healthy relationships, you got to dig deep into what's actually going on. You got to mm -hmm. have communication. You got to uh, seek those things. And so, offense often is caused at taking things at surface level, right, at face value, mm -hmm. and then creating our own meanings or our own perception of what is happening, even if that might not be reality. Now, that person might not actually care about you, and they <laughs> they might be looking at their phone or watching TV because they don't care about you. But 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 most likely not i don't i think most people are like they're usually pretty civil to some degree and, and wouldn't do that right but even if they are we're still uh basing our offense off a of perception rather than reality right right and yeah. i think it, going beyond offense um it, it causes us it stirs us to make a move beyond the surface level and into actually reality where our last episode talked about actually communicating about those things yeah. hey or mm -hmm. communicating what you need in that moment hey i was wondering if you could just turn off the tv real quick i just really need you to hear me out i need some help on this and then they're like oh okay you know <laughs> they right. can help you out right so um but but i think that's a lot of where offenses cause is is um seeing those things on the surface level too yeah the perception mm -hmm. that we have mm -hmm. of someone else whether or not uh it's there it's a direct interaction sometimes indirect interactions we assume we know what the person is thinking we think that person did this on purpose yeah we think that you know that they're thinking negative things about me or they believe this about me creating stories we create stories mm -hmm. that we get offended about mm -hmm. and those stories may not even be true or even or happening at all or based in reality yeah and we have this offense that's coming from this place of non-existence you know? <laughs> yeah. it's coming from something that doesn't even exist because right. it's all about things that we've made up in our head about what somebody else is thinking mm -hmm. or believing mm -hmm. and then we get hurt by what we made up yeah and we are living in this place of pain and offense right and causing separation in the relationship and like we said, offense often causes defense. And so we just put up walls and try to protect ourselves instead of 
reaching out to the person and mm-hmm. communicating. Hey, when you said that, it felt like you you meant this. Is that what mm-hmm. you meant? Or, hey, I know that this might be a dumb question, but did you mean this when you said that? Or, hey, when you did this, it made me feel like this. I just wanted to let you know. And right. we don't give the person a chance to actually say what they're thinking or what they're experiencing, right. what they're believing. We just assume that we know where it's coming from. Right. I think it's important the distinction between being hurt and being offended as well. Yes, yeah, because, absolutely. Um, because being offended, like like I said, is on is on the surface level um, where you're creating perceptions that might not exist. But hurt is a very real thing, and it's okay mm-hmm. to experience hurt or even some level of of offense. The goal is not to stay in offense and allow that to build up walls in relationships, right? So I could even be offended at something that um, y- you know you do, but I just need to recognize in that my, in in myself, not allow that offense to build up offense in our relationship and actually communicate to make sure uh, that we're on the same page so I can let go of that offense, which would later cause bitterness, right? Yeah. Because I think it's important also to deal with, you know, what's going on inside of you if that did hurt you, like you said, to to communicate to that person and make sure sure that everything is good. Right, because if I'm hurt, if I'm hurt and offended, I probably don't want to try to repair in that moment. Right. I'm probably going to push away. I'm probably going to either push away or attack and yeah. start pointing my finger and blaming somebody else. Like, mm-hmm. uh, so there's been times in mine and Brittany's marriage where we will be talking and then one of us will get on our phone. You know, it's like at the end of the day, we're really tired, exhausted. We'll just pick up our phone, you know, and we think that, you know, we're having a kind of a casual conversation. Like, hey, I actually wanted to talk about something important. <laughs> <laughs> Is this what she does or are you just talking about yourself? No, it's, like? it's happened on both sides. <laughs> <laughs> but I've definitely, I've definitely been guilty of it. And something that I love and appreciate about Brittany, and I think I said this in the last episode, is that she communicates right. with me. Mm-hmm. And so in this where, where I could pick up my phone, start doing something, and maybe she was starting to talk about something that was important to her and I didn't realize it, or I was like, kind of like, well, like exhausted, tired, whatever reason, wasn't paying as much attention as I should have been. If I pick up my phone and I start scrolling through something or just looking at something or writing something down, she'll say something to me that is expressing her desire for me to listen to her and to be present. Mm. And she, but what she could do is just get offended, stop talking, distance herself, pick up her phone, yeah and then and i might not even notice because if i like zoned out for whatever reason and then she's harboring hurt and offense and anger Mm -hmm. and then i'll realize it later like oh wait are you okay does something happen right (laughs) you know Mm -hmm. but what she does is she communicates she she might feel hurt but i don't think she doesn't let offense keep that uh distance between us right so even though we feel hurt we don't have to uh, harbor anger or keep that pain to ourselves, mm-hmm. but say something. Hey, whenever, hey, I was, I want really, really want to talk to you about this thing. Can you put your phone down for a minute? Right. I just want your, want your attention. And that that ultimately comes down to offense being um, me focused versus other people focused. Yeah. Right. Or, uh-huh. or connection focused, relationship driven, um, living that way. Because offense is like that's very easy for her to do. 
um, if she was to, well, I'm just going to go on my phone. I'm going to do my own thing, and I'm going dis- to disconnect. That That is an easier thing to do than actually seeing the value of a relationship and moving past, again, the, well, this is what's happening. This is what I'm perceiving. He doesn't care. I'm just going to do my own thing, right? Rather right. than saying, like, hey, babe, like, can can you hear me out? I'm, I'm just kind of struggling with this. Like, I, I'd really love to be present with you right now. And then, Daryl, you love your wife, so you're like, yeah, what am I doing? I, I'm looking up cuttlefish facts you know (laughs) (laughs) probably (laughs) probably (laughs) yeah and and that is my chance to then respond to her she gives me she Mm -hmm. actually gives me an opportunity to respond to her pain yeah when she doesn't live out of offense Mm -hmm. right because if she was living out of offense i wouldn't even have that chance unless i caught it on my own which sometimes that happens in our relationship well one of us will realize hey is are you okay like and and we in doing that we give ourselves the opportunity to have a reconnection yeah hey, is everything okay did yeah. i do something or say something are you all right because we go through life and we do things without knowing it yeah and it can cause offense to people yeah and if we don't address it and say something and acknowledge that hey i might have done something that was wrong or caused pain right then we go through life causing all of this turmoil without realizing it or else or else without taking any responsibility in it right and uh yeah, and we live in this place of offense in yeah. so many of our relationships. Yeah, I, I think today in today's culture, uh, which which um, screams out maybe a lot of um, you know love each other and include each other and be there for a pe- for other people and be an advocate for other people. And I don't just speak politically, but that's like a general positivity culture. I think we have a real struggle with giving grace to the fact that people are human beings. Mm-hmm. Um, and this, this comes back to being self-focused, um, because we can't see other people. And this is where a lot of offense comes again, coming back to that, um, you know, being, being make self-focused it, is, makes it about us when it's not. Yeah. We make it about us when it's not, not, not realizing that, um, that people have, uh, real feelings and they make mistakes. Like you said, th- these offenses are going to happen in marriage. You're going to do stuff that you had, you had no intention to do that. You didn't, we weren't even aware of doing. I'm going to say things that are stupid cause I got a big mouth sometimes. Right. And I'm so glad that Abby is able to see me and has the idea of pursuing connection. Um, and not just like distancing herself and and counting me out and doing her own thing. She actually pursues me, and and I, I do the same thing for for her, right? But but to deal with offense, we have we we have to first accept that people are people, right? And and that they're humans and that they're imperfect. And God forbid they say something that maybe rubs you the wrong way, you know. And I think mm-hmm. if we expect people to um, be perfection or to always say things that are encouraging to us or make us feel good or even align with maybe our beliefs or ideas or or that somebody would say something that makes us feel fully known all the time we are in for a rude awakening and we're going to be offended all the time because right. if, if i'm relying on somebody else uh, to to validate me and make me feel okay against again being me focused I'm missing the point and I, I think a large part of this and this is why it's so beautiful that God gives us freedom from offense is that our identity and our value is rooted in him mm-hmm. right and so if my identity and value are rooted in him and God is never changing then you can offend me but it doesn't mean those deep things about me that I might be perceiving right so say again we're coming back to this picking up the phone thing i make somebody's action about my value 
right? right? They're not listening to me because I'm not valuable. Well, that's only true if my value comes from you listening to me. Right. But that's not the source of my value. Mm -hmm. And so you not paying attention to me doesn't necessarily have anything to do with me, even if I'm boring in that moment. It doesn't have to do with my identity because I'm rooted in Jesus. So Mm -hmm. being rooted in Jesus, I know my value is unshakable and unchanged. So if someone does something to offend me, that doesn't shape who I am or my value in that situation, right? right? But oftentimes, if my value is in other people or how people treat me, um, I, I'm going to be tossed to and fro, right? But because God's had grace for me, my values in him, I can see other people have grace for other people and realize, hey, they might be tired. Hey, maybe they're addicted to social media. I've been there as well. Like when there's a downtime or I get bored, pull out the phone and, and go, right? And so <laughs> having empathy for people, it's hard to get offended for them if you can really see them because you're rooted in Jesus, right? Yes, yeah. And and you can mm-hmm. also see yourself as a human being that makes mistakes too. So now I'm not as mad at you because I do the same things. Right. Right? So mm-hmm. it's like, I say things that are hurtful. So why am I so mad at you for saying something that's hurtful? Or my b- feelings are all over the place. So why am I getting mad at you because you have a certain feeling? Right? right. Like, I, my beliefs change all the time. So I can't be mad at you for your beliefs changing about a certain topic or political stance or whatever. It, it, it's, it's not having grace for each other because we don't have grace for ourselves oftentimes, right? Mm-hmm. And um, mm-hmm. I, I'm going to use it. I'm going to go here, Daryl. Offense, it becomes a mirror fence, right? <laughs> <laughs> It's a mirror. It's a mirror mirror. because oftentimes, oftentimes what we're getting offended about is stuff that we're offended in our own spirit about. Yes. Right. And I think that this, this is a, uh, another key point is that we Mm -hmm. get offended when we make it about them, when it's about us. Right. Because they say something that offends us. They do something that offends us. And we put the blame on them for our own pain and suffering and yeah. feeling of invalu- like feeling less valuable when mm-hmm. really it's something that we believe about ourselves. Right. Really, it's something that we do that we don't like when mm-hmm. it's something that we say sometimes and realize, hey, I shouldn't have said that. Mm-hmm. And we make it about the other person when it's really about us. Yeah. And if somebody says something and I and it's and it's completely, you know, has no attachment to who I am or my sense of identity or what I believe or anything, it doesn't cause offense because I don't agree with their, what they're saying at all. Right. I think that when we get offended at what people say, it's often because we there's something inside of us yeah. that agrees with what they're saying. That resonates with it what they're saying. It resonates with what they're saying that this might be true. Yeah. You know, this might actually be true. Or is there something inside of me that is making them think that this is true about me? Yeah. And that's when we get offended. Right. Right. I was listening to a, a, a speaker and he was talking to the audience. He was like, if I called all of you oranges and said you're all in orange, you wouldn't get offended because right. you know you're not an orange. <laughs> but if I said you're a failure, <laughs> if I said you're a failure, someone might get offended because right. something inside of you might think, oh my gosh, I feel like I, you might actually believe that inside your own heart that right. you're a failure because of something. Right. And maybe it's not something on the surface. Maybe it's not something mm-hmm. that you constantly tell yourself, mm-hmm. but something inside of you thinks, oh my gosh, I, I can't be a failure. I need to prove that I'm not a failure yeah. because there's a reason that someone might believe I'm a failure. And I've said this on the podcast before, but a, a, a while ago, God, God told me, he said, Aaron, you only fight the lies that you believe. Mm. Right. So, mm-hmm. so you're, you only fight against things that have some, um, I guess, glimmer of truth in them, you know, or could be true, or at least that you're afraid 
is true, you know? Um, and so when you feel um, already uh, unlovable or um, without value, you're going to see through that lens and you're naturally going to feel more offense from people mm-hmm. because what they do is going to confirm something in you or kind of flick a sensitive spot on you. Um, right. And we talked about this before, you know, when you have that, that little, injury that or... little injury, it seems like you, you keep hitting it on something or, you know I mean? Yeah. It gets like, it gets more attacked. It's probably not that it gets more attacked. You're just more aware of that little uh, sensitive part on you, right. right? And normal things, if your wrist hurts or something and you reach to open up the door, you're more, you know, you're more aware of that sensitive part in you. And so that that ultimately draws us to seek healing, not to get offended at another person. Like yeah. we said, offense is defense, right? And, and um, we're terribly afraid to be honest with with where we're actually at. Yeah, I think that is a big part of it is that we don't take an honest look at ourselves and think, is this is this something that could be true about me? Right. Or what about this is true? And if we take an honest look without judgment, we talked about this in, you know, I think in a self-awareness episode. But if we look at ourselves without judgment, then we could we can actually assess, is this true about me? Mm -hmm. If it is do I want to stay that way or do I want to do something about it? And yeah. then again, that's taking power back. A sense right. of, hey, I'm the, I get to choose how I respond to this. Right. And if I look at myself and I say, hey, is this actually true about me? And if it's not true about me, then why am I going to spend time being heard about it? Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, I don't want to buy into that and, right. and spend all this energy trying to prove that it's not if I know that it's not true. Yeah. And it is uh, so much... Um, about our, our willingness to be vulnerable mm-hmm. and honest with ourselves. Right. And being able to acknowledge those pain those pains inside of us, right? Like right. I hurt my knee a couple of days ago, twisted it in a weird way, and it felt a little funny at first, but then it felt fine and I was able to walk and I didn't feel anything at all. I thought, okay, this is great. Right. And then last night I was just moving like a coffee table, sliding it over a little bit, and I just pushed it with my leg instead of like moving it, but push it how I've done a thousand times, just like readjust it. <laughs> but I pushed it with my knee, with my leg, and then my knee felt like this sharp pain inside. You're starting to get old, Daryl. I know. <laughs> <laughs> That's something an old man would say. I was rock climbing, okay? I twisted it in a weird way. But I, uh, so I, I didn't know that pain was there until it got tested. Right. And sometimes we don't know there's a pain or hurt or an insecurity or something from the past Mm -hmm. that is still hurting us and affecting us until it gets tested. And it often shows up in offense. And so if we get offended by something, that's an opportunity for us to look for a way for us to heal. Right. It's a chance for us to find Hi, how can I actually heal? How can I become better? How can I heal? How can I look at these things in my past or this thing that is hurting me? And what can I do about this so I'm not living from this place of pain anymore? Yeah, Yeah, I'm reading a book right now. It's called The The Voice of the Heart. And it's about like, um, he, he trademarks it, which I hate. But anyway, he calls it like the eight core feelings or something like that. And his idea is, um, you know, we've said on the podcast, feelings aren't good or bad. They just are. He disagrees with that. And I disagree with him. But he disagrees with that. He thinks um, these there's only eight core feelings and everything else isn't a feeling. It's a symptom of these eight feelings. I also degree, disagree with that. But something that he does say is that he says he thinks, which I can get on board with, that feelings are good, that these eight feelings are good inherently because they lead to good 
right? If you right. embrace them. And he talks about hurt and how hurt is the avenue towards healing. Right. And oftentimes we um, we push away hurt because it feels uncomfortable. We don't like it. We push away offense because we either feel like we shouldn't feel it or we're just we just don't want to feel it, right? But hurt. Uh, and even offense, like you said, is an avenue towards healing and uncovering something that you might not know about yourself, mm-hmm. which which and knowing more about yourself naturally builds healthier relationships because to know myself is to know another and to have empathy for another, mm-hmm. uh, which naturally leads to healthier relationships right and so we yeah like you said we have to be willing to actually step into those vulnerable places not just get angry about something right but notice where that anger is coming from and then take steps in courage towards connection so that we can build healthy um healthy relationships in our lives and and ultimately Mm -hmm. that comes from again seeing another getting your eyes off yourself but also knowing if it even is about me go to the greatest lengths of that you're gonna find truth and you're gonna be okay right and i think there's like almost pseudo fears that go on in us it's like if this is true about me say this criticism that somebody gave me about my body, about the way I talk, about my 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 voice being too high or too low or you name an insecurity that it could trigger, right? If I really went to the, the great depths of a feeling, um, you can get to like places like I'm unlovable, I'm unworthy, I, you know, I'm nothing or whatever, or maybe some sort of despair, you know, like if you took a feeling all the way to its end and then what? You know, it's like you're still not dead. You know, <laughs> that's how at least I've seen it. It's like it's like okay, I'm I'm I feel unlovable. Where do you go from there? Like, and then even feeling that I'm still not gonna die. Like, I could take anxiety to the greatest length or hurt to the greatest length and sit there. And then, well, it's also because of Jesus, thank God, right? Because he's mm-hmm. like at the at the greatest length. He's like, but you are lovable. And then it's like okay. So so what I'm saying through all this is you can go into that hurt. And you're going to come out okay. You're going to come out alive and you're going to come out stronger. And it's actually going to lead you into truth rather than what we're so afraid it's going to lead into us, which is this idea that we're unlovable or unworthy or that there's something inherently wrong with us and we can't do anything right, right? Which those thoughts come. But when you go into the darkness, you realize that you're light, you know, in Jesus at least, you know? Yeah. And it's, it's, in, it's important to, to be able to take something and not attach it to your identity right mm-hmm. it doesn't always it doesn't always mean that you're unlovable because someone doesn't love you mm-hmm. uh, I think that a key part of really navigating offense well is knowing your identity yeah and being confident in that you are lovable and nothing's gonna change that it doesn't yeah. matter who who says what or who does what right you could be you can you can have the most cuddly teddy bear but if nobody's cuddling with it doesn't mean it's any less cuddable Cuddable? <laughs> cuddly? It's not any less cuddly just because nobody's cuddling with it. Daryl, you have the most tender heart. He's using cuddle bear illustrations. And it is, you know, it's like that that teddy bear is just as cuddable <laughs> as it ever was. Cuddly. I would say somebody... cuddly. Cuddable? Why are you saying I don't know why cuddable I'm saying that. sounds like you're going to cut it. Uh, yeah, cuddly. Cuddly. I don't know why I'm saying that. <laughs> that teddy bear is, is, none, is not any less cuddly just because nobody's cuddling with it. <laughs> So know that for you. So know that. <laughs> know that you're still cuddly, guys. If nobody's cuddling with you, it doesn't mean you're any less cuddling-able. 
What's the word? Cuddly. <laughs> Cuddly, Daryl. <laughs> Cuddly. I don't know why it's so weird in my brain right now. Right. But it's if nobody's loving you, it doesn't mean you're less lovable. Right. Right. Nothing's going to change how valuable you are. Mm-hmm. Nothing changes your inherent value mm-hmm. because you are a creation of the most high God. It doesn't right. matter what you believe about about him or anything else. Mm-hmm. You're still valuable and nothing will change that. Yeah. It, so being confident in that will help navigate offense a lot more easily. Right. But even if we do find ourselves believing those things, mm-hmm. I'm insecure, I'm unlovable, you know, and don't stop with that. Think, well, what can, remember that you have power to do something. You right. have power to respond, right? And if I feel a certain way, well, what can I do about this? Right. You know, what, how can I, how can I take this as an opportunity mm-hmm. to heal? Mm-hmm. How can I take this as an opportunity to grow? How mm-hmm. can I take this as an opportunity to have empathy for myself? Right. And that's one of the, that's one of the keys, I think, to whenever we take the approach of we're offended and it really is about us, right? If, mm-hmm. if it is about us sometimes, you know, I mean, yeah, sometimes it's about us, sometimes it's about somebody else. But if we know that, hey, this offense is about something that I'm believing or something that I did and I know that I had a responsibility in this, we need to have empathy for ourselves yeah. to know, hey, I, I messed up yeah. and I want to take responsibility for that so that I could do something differently. Yeah. And if it's not about us, we get offended and it's about you know, it really is not about me. Like I, I feel fine. <laughs> yeah. We still, any offense is an op, is an opportunity to grow in understanding. Cause right. if I get offended by something you did, it's an opportunity for me to try to understand where that came from within you. Right. right? Recognizing, Hey, that probably wasn't about me. Mm-hmm. That was probably because you're really tired or something happened. You're hurt from something. Mm-hmm. So what is it that's going on inside of you? How can I understand you better? Mm-hmm. And if it's about me and I think, well, actually it wasn't about you. That was about me. I did something wrong or I believe something about myself. How can I grow in understanding myself? Where's mm-hmm. that, where's that coming from? Why is that hurting me? Right. And we have to be able to take offense as opportunities yeah. to get understanding. Because at the end of the day, if we completely understand the other person and completely understand us, there would be so much less offense in the world. Yeah. If we actually sought to understand the other person and if we sought to understand ourselves truly rather than just get angry right rather than getting angry because it doesn't line up with something that i believe something that i said or something that i want to believe about myself or and i i think that's a big um that was a catalyst for me in dealing with offense was realizing that um it's not it's not um conducive to growth you know Uh, i think i i have a value for for growing i love I love being transformed and shaped and I want to grow more towards truth. And I just realized that being angry at people for what they say, it doesn't help in any way. It just frustrates me. You know, it's like unforgiveness. It only affects you, you know, like, and oftentimes when you're harboring onto resentment, that person doesn't even know that they hurt you, you know? Um, so, so it's only actually damaging me and it doesn't actually help me grow. It stifles growth. And so mm-hmm. a big part of overcoming offense was like, man, I got to learn how to let go of this anger towards people. I got to, I got to learn to let go of myself and all of these, um, these ways that I get my value and my identity 
too. You know, like I, I got to find it, it moved me to find my identity in Jesus. Cause it's mm-hmm. like, if you, if somebody can, can say something and hurt me and affect my ego, I don't want that to be the case because I know me hurt Aaron and angry Aaron isn't an Aaron that loves well. Right. And that's also one of my yeah. core values is that, that, that I love well. And if I'm angry with you, I'm probably not going to love you well. Right. And so for me, it was like, my ego needs to die. I need to be okay with being wrong and uh, dealing with even guilt and shame about something. I need to work through that. I need to work through my own hurt around things. I need to work around uh, letting go of people and having grace for people. I, I need to because I want to love people. I want to love people well. And this this stuff is not helping me achieve that. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so it's so important to be able to recognize offense when it happens too because if it's if we get offended and then we start we start uh you know making excuses for the offense or trying to right reframe our offense as something positive just say it daryl paint the fence if we paint the fence as something <laughs> paint the fence <laughs> if we try to paint a fence as something that it's not right we're never going to recognize it for what it is mm. dang say it again <laughs> if we try to paint a fence for what it's not we're never going to recognize it for what it is. Mm-hmm. And we have to recognize offense for what it is. And yeah. if we try to make it, uh, we use it as an excuse to behave a certain way or think, well, this is a really important thing. Mm-hmm. So it's okay for me to act this way about it. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, I care a lot about this thing, but mm-hmm. you don't care about it. And therefore, you know, I'm better than you. And we start looking down on people and we think that it's okay. Mm-hmm. Because we are, we have this feeling inside of us that we are right and that we're justified. Yes. And even if it is about an important topic, like you know, valuing somebody, listening to somebody, healthy communication. Mm-hmm. Even if that's an important topic, I don't need to be offended b- about it. About somebody having poor communication or thinking communication should happen a different way. You know, I don't need to take offense. But or, if I or not getting angry at, at something you're angry about or not seeing right. something. Like, oh, you're, you're not saying. mad about this, so I'm mad because you're not mad. I'm mad. <laughs> I'm mad that you're not offended. <laughs> or, or, or I'm, I'm offended. offended that you're offended. <laughs> yeah, I'm offended that you're offended. It's like a double edged sword. Yeah. And then yeah. we have we just build build offenses. <laughs> <laughs> if if each of us build a fence in our relationship, then there are two fences in our relationship. Mm. Eventually, we'll build an entire house out of fences. Out of fences. And keep ourselves, us keep ourselves lonely. A house of offense between us. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and I, th- I think no one wants to truly live like that. It's just, it's just what we've um, adopted you know, mm. as kind of like the way maybe because we didn't learn um, good problem solving as kids. You know, I never learned how to deal with conflict. And what I saw in dealing with conflict and offense was resentment, you know, and mm-hmm. and not talking about things or not knowing how to talk about things. And a lot of what I saw yeah. is, is people getting angry for other people feeling something. Mm. So how do you ever develop trust if what you feel is not validated by another person, you know what I mean? Or right. even yeah. if I don't even like that word necessarily, cause you don't have to validate it or say that it's true, but you can at least say they're having this emotion. How can I be with them and support them? You know what I mean? Whether or not that, that, and that could be your validation of the emotion that they're having the emotion, you know? So yeah. Right. Cause having an experiencing an emotion, isn't a matter of 
of truth necessarily, but no. but an experience and, and and just acknowledge the experience. Yes, and this this is like this is so crucial because this is like the culture of offense, like right now, like just people getting so mad. And I think a large part of it comes down to believing that feelings are truth. You know, right. that 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 what we feel mm-hmm. is 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 truth or it's it's my truth. But it's just a very volatile and dangerous place to live. Yeah. No matter what feeling you're listening to, even if it's a a, a good emotion necessarily, like it, you can enjoy those things, but don't derive truth from them. Because mm-hmm. you're gonna be crazy, you know. Right. You're gonna and be you absolutely crazy. And that means it's true. And 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 deriving meaning from mm-hmm. from what I feel about what you said, it's like that does not mean anything about me or you. It just yeah. means that I'm feeling it, and maybe we should say just talk about how I feel it, and so that I can heal, and that you can help me heal. Like yeah. and and. And that is like, it's crucial for healthy relationships. Mm-hmm. It's like your feelings are not who you are. Chill. Yeah. <laughs> Chill, you know? Because, yeah, because otherwise, like you said, you start justifying in this because it's like, it's my truth and you're not validating my truth. And it's like, why are you saying your feelings are your are truth or not? Right. Yeah. <laughs> feelings, emotions, at least, are indicators. Indicators, uh, signposts towards something deeper. Yeah. Right. And they allow us to see something. Yeah. Yeah. And instead of trying to get rid of someone's signpost, yeah. You try to see where it's pointing. Right. You know, like, well, follow the signpost. Where is this actually coming from? Yes. What's what's actually behind this? And yeah. we do we need to do that for ourselves too. If I'm feeling angry or sad or mm-hmm. you know, I need to recognize what is what is this coming from? Where is this coming from? Yeah. And if I do that, I can start seeing myself more truly. Yeah. More holy. That's good. Yeah. So dealing with offense, I mean, it's a it's a bigger topic we probably could share. Do you have anything else on it, Daryl? Did you want to share anything else? Uh, I think that um, I guess just wrapping up. Just when we get offended, I think that uh, first we need to recognize that the offense. It, it, I mean, Scripture talks about offenses coming. You know, offenses will probably come. Mm-hmm. You don't need to take every opportunity to get offended right. that there is. Or be looking for offense. Right. And if there's there's a, a proverb that says, um, Proverbs 15, 15, says, all the days of the afflicted are bad. <laughs> Which would sound like, it, you know, makes sense. People who are having things happen to them all the time, their days are going to be bad. Right. Right. But then it falls up r- right after, but a glad heart has a continual feast regardless of the circumstances. Mm. So on one hand, it's saying, yeah, if you're afflicted, all your days can be bad. But if your heart is glad, everything is a continual feast regardless of what's going on. So good. And so recognizing that we have the opportunity to respond to, to situations. Right. That if we take, if we make ourselves victims of everything, yeah. then we're always going to be a victim of everything. If we make it about Everything's us. going to be offensive to us, right? If we if we make it about us and we get offended because we're making it about us whenever it's not, we're always going to be hurt. We're going to find reasons to be hurt because we look for reasons 
to believe, continue believing the things that we already believe. Mm -hmm. So if I believe something negative about myself, I'm going to be looking around me. That's that's going to con confirm that negative belief about myself. Yeah. But it's probably going to cause offense because I don't want to believe that thing about myself. Right. And so I'm becoming defensive in my response. Yeah. And if we if we can recognize that we are making things about us and having our eyes on ourselves, uh, we can change that once we recognize it. And so we need to be able to pay attention to those feelings that we have of offense and being yeah. stirred up and being hurt. And recognize, hey, is this actually about me or is this about something else? Right. Because if it's about something else, I don't want to spend time in this emotional draining energy trying to defend something that I don't need to be defending. Right. Right. And if it is about me, I think that I, I think to say this, if we feel offended, we should ask, is this about me? Right. Right. Or, or even ask, what part of this is about me? Yeah. Because if we can take any level of responsibility you know, ask, is this about me for the sake of taking responsibility, not blaming somebody else? Then we could do something yeah. about it. It brings power back. It brings power back to our hands. And if it's not about us, we recognize, hey, how is this about the, what's happening in the other person that's causing this? And Are that they, brings power back into your hands. Yeah, and that brings power back in your hands because <laughs> then, then you, you can respond mm -hmm. to then them. You can love, then you can love somebody. Instead of getting angry that Brittany's not listening to me, she's on her phone, I could say, hey, babe, are you, uh, you know, I, I wanted to talk to you about this thing. Mm -hmm. Would it be better to talk later? Are you really tired, exhausted? You know, and that's okay. I could recognize, hey, maybe she's really exhausted. Maybe mm -hmm. she's really tired. Maybe she needs to do something else first or to recover or to, you know. If she's falling asleep and she's really tired, like, hey, let's just go to bed. It's okay. Right. <laughs> and not think it's about me, right? And same thing for her. If she, she can take the opportunity to get offended or she could take the opportunity to try to understand me and she can take the opportunity to communicate what's inside of her and what she's actually feeling during the experience. Yeah. And we can say, hey, this is, this is, uh, this is what I need right now. Mm -hmm. And sometimes if that person doesn't respond in a healthy way, if we say, hey, is this about me? And we say, okay, I'm feeling hurt because X, I'm going to communicate that, hey, this is really hurting me. I just feel like I need this from you right now. And that person doesn't respond in a healthy way. Then <laughs> at that point, it's no longer about you. <laughs> right. And it's about them probably in an unhealthy way. You did what you could. You did what you could, but at least do what you can before you start blaming somebody else for not doing their part. Right. Um, yeah, I think that when it comes to offense, though, we need to be able to take responsibility for what's ours and open our eyes and be open mm -hmm. to being wrong, being open to uh, making mistakes and being open to it not being about us. Yeah. You know, when we want it to be and yeah. try to see the other person as best as we can right. and give ourselves empathy for when it is about something that's going on inside of our own yeah. heart. I used to hear a preacher say, I'm so free from me that I'm free from you. <laughs> mm. <laughs> um, and I, I think that's uh, pretty, pretty powerful. You know, I'm so free from my own ego that I'm free from you um, affecting my ego. And because I'm free from you, I can love you. <laughs> right. Yeah. You know? And because I'm free from me, I'm okay with accepting blame uh, or maybe not blame, but responsibility uh, in a situation because I'm, all, I'm, I'm free from me. Yeah. Right. And so, uh, both seeing that in relationships and that's something we listen to, uh, in, in our studying of this is that there's a personal 
aspect and an impersonal aspect in every conflict and and every relationship and and in every offense right so there's a part that could be your part that played you know even if you didn't say anything you were at least there and you were a recipient of the of the uh, offense or whatever and then there's uh, an impersonal part where it's like like you said that britney's tired or you know or she's just like ready to go to sleep something like that you know um so being able to see both of those but holding those in balance and refraining and resisting the temptation to blow up at somebody or to harbor something instead of communicating what you need and being honest with where you're at yeah yeah that's good stuff man that's good it's going to change your relationships uh if you i think take some of these principles and I, i know that it's dramatically uh changed me you know uh Mm -hmm. letting go of these things and allowing um abby to feel what she feels and not taking offense to where she's at or what she's feeling or what she says and and just and uh, it's amazing what it can do because it creates so much space for love and seeing another person and so Mm -hmm. um we hope that you could take some of these things and uh vibe out on them i don't know why i said that (laughs) we hope you can love well (laughs) we hope that you can munch on these things and grow uh fat and uh, obese on the things of the lord i'm sorry uh how do i close this (laughs) follow us us on instagram on spotify on itunes on youtube we want to get more people uh listening to this content make sure that you subscribe um and yeah we're so excited to bring you guys uh, more content but we love you Uh, we care about you live free from offense this Mm -hmm. week and uh live in the the beauty of god's heart Mm. Mm. good stuff man All right, guys. Later. We love you. Bye.